Welcome to PR360, a weekly public relations podcast where we bring on the best and brightest minds in the PR industry. We discuss the important topics that you need to know. Tune in every Wednesday to find out. Hosted by Brett Dicer and in partnership with Global Results Communication. Find more information on globalresultspr.com. And welcome to a new episode of PR360. And I'm your host, Brett Dice. If you could please subscribe to PR360 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. If you love this podcast, leave a five-star review. It just helps with the algorithms that control podcasting. And subscribe to the YouTube page for all the video episodes as well. But this week, I have Joe Martin with me. And he is a VP of Marketing at Scorpion a leading provider of technology and marketing to help small businesses grow. He also was formerly part of, or the head of marketing at Adobe. He has over 15 years of experience in the history of tech. And we're just glad to have him on the show. So welcome to the show, Joe. Thanks, man. Excited to be here. And first question as all my guests is, are you a coffee or tea drinker? Oh, um, I do like herbal tea in the wintertime, but... Uh, don't really drink coffee or tea, the normal ones at least. <laughs> what are the abnormal ones or whatever? <laughs> just, uh, just be the herbal tea. Uh, Usually when I'm just, when I'm sick, but I'm more of a just straight water, straight water guy. I always say it's, it's close enough to coffee cause you actually have to have <laughs> water for coffee. So yeah, it's fair. Close enough. But can you, I gave a brief explanation about your expertise, but can you summarize it for our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. I've uh, been in digital marketing for just over 15 years. Um, before that, I was kind of, you know, in business school and uh, got an MBA from Utah. And then I also have a master's from Stanford um, and just always been kind of intrigued by the creativity and data that, that digital marketing has become. Um, I worked at Adobe for just over seven years, led lots of different teams there uh, in content, research, demand, and went over to be CMO at a company called CloudApp, where I kind of built the marketing work there uh, for a few years. And then I joined Scorpion uh, about nine months ago. I'm leading uh, several of the different digital teams. So I've uh, really just always been fascinated with marketing and and content creation and kind of connecting with customers and kind of the psychology behind, you know, uh, creating something that people actually care about um, and driving sales. And that's kind of what's always driven me into marketing. Gotcha. And in your experience, what has been the most surprising change in more of the PR and small businesses area? What has you, what have you been like, Oh, that's something I never expected to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of starting my career in marketing when the transition to digital was happening. Um, so press releases are still definitely a very big piece of, of PR, but they used to be the only piece of PR, or like a dominating piece of PR. And now a PR campaign is going to include uh, a press release, but it's also going to include a lot of other elements Um that are meant to kind of activate or engage a community. So you might have uh, social campaigns tied to it, uh, brand awareness, other things that try to engage a community. And it's, it's for the most part being done digitally now, which uh, like I said, I've kind of been along for the ride. So it's maybe not surprising, but 
when you look back at the whole of business in general, digital marketing only overtook traditional marketing for share of spend but a few years ago. So it's it's pretty still pretty new. Gotcha. And then I mean with what you said about just the press release, are we gonna see like a new digital front for press releases too? Maybe a little bit more interactive with maybe like pictures or videos into it as well. Are we gonna see like press release 2.0 in a way eventually? Um, I mean, I think it'll be a part of it. Uh, you might have a multi-mix platform for a press release. Uh, traditional press releases are still really valuable for SEO uh, and SEO is still very much part of every digital marketing focus. So I don't see that going away, but definitely you see like all the major outlets, you can like attach images, you can attach videos and it can give a little bit more uh, color to the, the press that are looking over the release um, and only enhance the experience of them, you know, wanting to actually write about whatever you're talking about. Gotcha. And then what are some skills that PR pros need to have nowadays to succeed? Is it I, obviously writing is one of the bigger ones, but is there any other skills that they may not know that they may actually probably need to have or at least know about? Yeah. I mean, uh, digital and marketing these days is, is all about attribution and data. And if you have an understanding of, of showing value of how whatever your work you're doing is leading to pipeline revenue leads, that's what marketing is accountable for now. Like gone are the days of the Mad Men, you know, that would put up a billboard or a magazine article and say, hey, look, we're doing marketing. Now, everything is attributed now. Uh, so if, if PR is not producing leads or pipeline or revenue, then it's going to get less budget. It's going to get less headcount. Um, so as you're like progressing into leadership roles in, in PR, you really need to have an understanding of data and making sure you showcase the value of your organization beyond just brand awareness, which is very vague. <laughs> and not trackable oh, very much. So basically just move away from brand awareness because that's kind of obvious through all different campaigns and more focus on like how your initiatives can lead to sales is the best way. Basically sales is top or king for all the all this data analysis. Yeah, I mean, I think there's still obviously very, like you still need to do brand um, and should be doing a lot of it along the way. So that's definitely not saying like move away from brand awareness since it's valuable and has a nice like halo effect on everything else. But you need to have a mix of like, Hey, we did this brand awareness campaign and you know it, it increased our rankings here. And that led to you know, creating like a funnel of what that brand awareness actually led to in terms of leads and, and, a lot of it's like employee brand too. So like we hired, you know, these great new people um, or we got recognized by, for these awards or things like that. Those things can indirectly lead to sales. Uh, so just pairing the two together. So like brand awareness, but trackable to sales or employee retention or something like that. That's actually a trackable data point. Some outcome. Yeah. Some outcome. Gotcha. And then 
What are some pain points that you're seeing from small businesses right now? I know there's a lot of things going on right now with inflation, still having issues with supply chains, but what other things like from like a marketing standpoint, a PR standpoint is small business having a... Yeah, I wrote about this a little bit. Uh, it's like last, it was like in Q4 at some time. I write for this place called ReadWrite pretty often. And I was talking about digital transformation moving to Main Street. Um, so... We've seen all the big companies like the Adobe's and the Salesforce's and the Google's of the world are obviously very all in on enterprise MarTech uh, to improve their connection with their customers and lead flow. That's trickling down to small businesses more now where you have um, plumbers and doctors and dentists and lawyers uh, more frequently are looking to marketing technology solutions to help them get more leads, uh, to help them provide a better customer experience, to get those you know, reviews at a very high level. Uh, so that's only continuing to grow. Uh, SaaS in SMB is, is a high growth area right now. And uh, that's kind of the challenge I think is, is build a plumber, you know, didn't necessarily come out of trade school or like come out of, you know, being a, an apprentice for 10 years at some other plumbing company to start their own company to like know how to pick a website hoster or they may not know what SEO means or, you know, their, their uncle told them they need to be blogging and their kid told them they need to be on Instagram. Like, there's a lot to kind of sift through to grow your business and, and make sure you show up uh, more so than just making sure like you had AAA in your name, like when you were in the yellow pages, you know, from the, from the early days. So I think there's just a lot to understand for the growth side of things and then knowing what technologies to pick and to invest in as a company. So like for maybe for like freelance PR people that, do help with small businesses is just understanding their needs and trying to figure out what needs specific for them. Cause I'm pretty sure not every small business needs to be on social media or all the social medias and just picking the right things. But even for your business, how it is, how is it to pick the right subscription for small businesses? Cause I'm pretty sure they don't have a ton of money to throw around and having all the features may not be, accessible or even they may want. So how do you figure that part out for your side too? Sure. Yeah. From our side. Um, well, first of all, leading into that, um, a lot of small business owners feel kind of like already jaded a little bit at times by marketing. I mean, I've talked to a lot of customers and before they started using Scorpion, they said, you know, I didn't, it felt like I was wasting my money with marketing or, I wasn't seeing results from anything I was using. Um, so they may be coming into, you know, the free PR freelancer already with a notion of, of uh, this, someone told me to try this, but it's not going to work for my company. Um, so you need to show quick results and be able to have just a playbook that works over and over uh, as a first trial. On the company side, we'd talk to our customers uh, excessively. Um, we really try and understand 
what they need and use that to fuel our product roadmap. And we also just look to have obviously feature parity with any of our competitors and then just innovate on things we think would um, be helpful to our customers based on their feedback. Gotcha. And then, I mean, that is the other side is how do PR pros find those solutions? Cause I know every bit this is, is different, but how do PR pros find those solutions for their pain points? Cause like you said, a lot of them can be jaded because anybody can say that they're a marketer, not actually are a marketer, but anybody can actually say it. Cause there is no real, I guess, definitive line between who's a marketer and who's not. You can just say, Hey, I'm a marketer cause I went to school or something like that. So how do we find those solutions so they don't be, or they are less jaded than when we maybe talk to them initially? Oh, I mean, it's much easier if you have like case studies, right? If you've been doing it long enough that you can. So let's say, let's give two paths. If you're experienced, make sure to get those case studies. Uh, review management is huge and every industry is kind of held to it and has been forever. So get case studies, get good reviews and have those testimonials to like point people toward. Um, and then have a direct plan uh, that you can just, again, like repeat and scale. So it's like, okay, this person's never done PR before. So here's the first three, three things I'm gonna do that they'll see immediate results with. And then here's phase two, you know, assuming they're happy. If you're just starting out as a PR freelancer, I would recommend trying to pair up with with a more major area of digital marketing, like pair up with, a, collaborate with a friend who's doing SEO or content and just say, hey, uh, press releases are a huge part of SEO uh, strategy. So how about I run the press releases you make that as a part of your SEO strategy. And then we, you know, or maybe you offer that as well as part of your PR services, but pairing up with something that has a little bit lower funnel impact um, would probably help you to get more experience because the people that are like no PR and have been doing it forever, they're probably going to hire an agency or someone who's been doing it for a very long time um, versus like a business that, you know, is willing to give kind of someone new a try. Gotcha. So like collaboration with other aspects of digital marketing or digital PR or whatever would probably help even like some may experience ones, but even the new people help quite a bit because you're giving more value to a small business and me, you may be a little cheaper too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like leads and revenue are what everybody cares about. So if you can like if you're just coming into PR and wanting to get that freelance experience, you need to like find ways to tie to that lowest funnel metric. Um, otherwise it's just a little bit harder sell. And then how do PR pros like build the right stack with their, with the starting point of the right stack for maybe a small business or whatever, how, where's that magic? Where do they need to focus on or what do they need to focus on to build that right stack? Um, I mean, I don't, I think, I think it's about seeing what works initially and talking with a lot of people. Um, how I've kind of like formed my, my opinions on like a tech stack or 
like people that I should hire is really just networked with a lot of people and talked and learned. Um, it's really helpful and, and it doesn't have to be even an intro from someone like you can reach out to a company you admire uh, and find, you know, let's say you really admire Adobe and you want to connect with someone on their PR team, just search them out on LinkedIn and send them a note. Just say, hey, I'm new to PR or hey, I've been doing PR for a while. I'd really love what you guys did with this campaign. Is there any way I could talk with you for 15 minutes? Um, you may have to send out 50 of those notes to get to kind of informational interview or conversations, but um, people for the most part that I've seen are pretty open to, to those types of conversations. Gotcha. So for the networking part, is there any advice beyond the informational resumes? Is there any places that PR pro should go to maybe network better? Would it be like PRSA? Would it be something else that I may not even know about? Uh, for me, I mean, LinkedIn is the largest network. Um, so that's probably where I would start. That's where you're just going to find the largest amount of people. Definitely there's more niche things for PR and obviously there's conferences and things. Um, but if you're trying to go digital and on a budget, you know, LinkedIn is, is probably the largest to go, go into. Gotcha. And then what do you see is going to be the future of small businesses? Is it going to be part of Scorpion? Maybe the all stack build, maybe something that is all in one, all inclusive. Is it going to be hiring that freelance PR person? Cause you don't want to spend that much for an agency. Is it going to be similar to that? Or is it going to be something that we may not even know about? Maybe some aspects of web three that I keep on hearing at nauseam on all different podcasts. What do you think? That's uh, a loaded question. Like I, I think it depends on a lot of factors. Um, certainly like, companies like scorpion's main customer is not someone who's just starting out like they're a more established business they're looking to kind of like increase the amount of trucks or like open open new locations in home services or if they're in legal you know opening new offices so looking to expand and they want that kind of like all-in-one tech stack um and then there's know someone who's just starting out who maybe just says hey i just need review management or hey i just need pr or whatever so i think there's going to be a marketplace for both for quite some time um but i do think on the tech side uh we'll see more you know freemium options trying to like get people in the door and uh have them test out the technology and gain them you know into the community and then be able to kind of bring them along the path uh, and grow with them. I think that's a big opportunity that a lot of companies are, especially SaaS companies. And then for reviews, keep on hearing about, about reviews. Do you have any advice or tips for people to actually get reviews? Because I always feel like reviews are one of those things where it's like you always want them, but you only really get them from people that don't like your product or had a bad experience. And so how do you get those yeah. good reviews along with the bad, because you're always going to get the bad ones regardless, but how do you get those good reviews? Sure. Um, I mean, it's, it's hard to like put a blanket over Cause like if you're a home services company you have, or like legal or like a services company like that, you have a tangible connection to the customer where you can say, Hey, will you, here's the bill. Will you all also leave us a review? 
Um, so I think the first thing is really to ask. Second is there's lots of automation campaigns. So if you have like a customer base, just set up an automation rule in one of your marketing technologies that, you know, after 30 days, after 14 days, after their, their service, they get a review, uh, review link if they haven't already filled one out and give them like a $10 Amazon gift card or some sort of incentive, um, paying them or incentivizing them, even with like a discount. So you're not necessarily paying them is going to be way more valuable than the money you spend to get that review. And then the next part is, is being active. You mentioned those negative reviews. You have to actually respond to those, uh, quickly too, like within a week would be ideal and try and take them off of the platform. So if, if it's an angry customer, um, obviously, you know, try and fix the solution, but try and take it off of Yelp or Google or, you know, see it, you'll see a lot of brands like say, will you respond to our DMS? You know, if it's, if it's on Twitter or whatever, or Instagram, and then that way you can like have a long conversation with them. That's not necessarily in public. Uh, and a lot of the times, if you resolve the issue, you can say, Hey, again, really sorry that happened. Would you mind like updating your review and we'll, you know, pay for your dinner tonight or whatever, again, try and incentivize it. Um, uh, most people will change that. Um, if you've been able to have a good customer experience, so, uh, be active, respond to negative and positive reviews, and then, um, make sure to ask for new ones. And from the digital marketing, digital PR side, what new tech are you excited to see coming to help with all that stuff? Cause I know we've got content, we've got podcasts, we've got everything we're trying to manage. And you, we said brand awareness plus sales. So what new tech are you excited to see to help with all that stuff? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely a little biased and part of why I came here, but Scorpion, uh, the technology we're putting out, uh, we have a full platform of tools that kind of help small businesses. Um, it was one thing that I've, I've never had, uh, like Adobe was always focused on the enterprise. Uh, I know we had, had small business customers on the creative cloud side, but on the MarTech side, it was all enterprise. Um, so it's it's been kind of cool to be part of a company that's fully focused on small business. And uh, I think review management and lead management are two of the most uh, important ones for uh, companies early on. And those are two that we really shine. And then uh, obviously like websites, uh, making sure you have a web presence and show up digitally. It's really important as well. All right. And then fun question for you. What is one thing people don't know about you? It's one thing is like, you said you don't like, you only like herbal tea and not in water. Like what other thing is, is something that no one knows, or maybe not a lot of people know about you? Oh man, that's, there's, there's so much mystery behind me. Of course. Um, I I've had four knee surgeries and one of them let indirectly led to meeting my wife uh, 16 years ago. So I tore my ACL. I ended up staying home from a spring break trip when I was in college. She was home too. So I got her, I got her phone number and that led to us, you know, getting married uh, a year later. So um, 
yeah. So I'm grateful for that last knee surgery that I had. Nice. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Um, no, I think, you know, there's, it's an exciting time. I think there's a lot of opportunity more than ever before to grow a business and grow in PR and uh, very much a big piece of digital marketing future. So keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Joe, for joining PR 360 and sharing your knowledge about small business and Scorpion and digital marketing and digital PR. Absolutely. And thank you for listening to PR 360. As always, please subscribe to PR 360 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Leave a star, five-star review if you like this episode. If not, let us know what we can do better for you and next week as we talk to another great thought leader in the pr industry all right guys stay safe try to get those reviews and try to get those campaigns better for data analysis and see you next week later